0: You're listening to Unpaused, a podcast for women who want to stage a career comeback or mastermind a new one after an extended break from work. I'm your host, Judy Stewart, and if you want to reclaim your career but don't know how, then this is the podcast for you. Let's meet our guest for today.
1: Hi, Judy, how are you? Hi, Leonie, lovely to talk. And you too. I am looking forward to this chat because we've decided to discuss structuring your day. And I have to tell you, I need so much help with this. Well, actually just
0: doing a little bit more research on this today for me has also been helpful. I am finding it very difficult to achieve as much as I'd like to in a day. I'm diverted by so many things, including the house. So I hear you, Leonie.
1: I'm ignoring the house and I still feel completely overwhelmed. And I'm wondering, what are you thinking we should be looking at or referring to to get some help with this? Because we all feel so overwhelmed at the moment, despite the fact we're at home and have never had less kilometres to travel. I feel we've got so much coming out our ears.
0: I think the busyness in your head is the big challenge. And when it comes to this issue, I always go to two different places. One is James Clear, who wrote a book last year called Atomic Habits. He's got a fantastic website, which is full of information. And also, if you search, say, on the podcast app that you use, there are a lot of interviews with James Clear explaining what Atomic Habits is all about. But I really think The two main things that are important in this context to talk about are his two-minute rule, which is that any big goal that you really have, say, for instance, I want to read more books, Mm. can be distilled into a two-minute practice or a little habit. And what he suggests is if you want to read more books, then you commit to a small habit of reading two pages a day. Two pages is very doable. Mm. And of course, once you've read two, the seduction then begins to read more. And before you know it, you've read a book. The point of it is to make a commitment to a small action and that those small actions every day accumulate into a big achievement. The other thing that I really like about that is that it focuses on starting something. Mm. The act of starting is the Active achieving really. We all know that in our mind we're thinking, oh, I've got to do this, I've got to do that. But once you begin, that's when you start to really make some progress. So I love that two-minute rule. I think mm. it's really good. And then the second thing is creating what he calls friction to avoid bad habits. So that if you're constantly reaching for the television remote after dinner every night. He suggests, well, unplug the television or take the batteries out of the remote so that you've actually got to be consciously doing that and perhaps asking yourself the question, is this really what I want to be doing with my time now? So those two things that he highlights, and of course, there are many more in his literature that are very helpful. But just as a quick takeaway, I think those two things, that building of those habits. And one of the habits I tried to build over the Christmas holidays was linking doing 20 squats with cleaning my teeth. So trying to make the cleaning of my teeth the cue for reminding me to do this very small amount of exercise limbering up in the morning. And it really
1: worked. I love that book. Mm, It's really good. There's a lot in it. And I love that idea of actually creating an obstacle to um, get rid of the bad habit. So, Mm. yeah, if the phone is in another room in a drawer, you have to physically get up to go and you're actually making that purposeful intent to do something that you don't want to do. And so you are then making yourself think about it and and revisit, is this the right thing to do right now? Do I want to be doing this right (sighs) now? I know, because we all know that that's a problem. The phone has become
0: a very big problem and now Mm. it's going to become a worse one. And in fact, when I was in New York, there was a Museum of Modern Art gift shop on the corner of the street where I was staying and I was wandering through that and they had old-fashioned alarm clocks. So I bought two, one for my husband and one for me so that we wouldn't actually be using the phone as a clock.
1: Mm.
0: And that's been a really good way to quarantine the phone during this other period of quarantine.
1: It's so true. I I think so many people say, no, but I need my phone for my alarm. And it's, I mean, it's crazy to have it sitting there by your temple at night anyway. It's
0: just as easy to use a digital interface or even an old fashioned clock. So Mm. anyway, that's one thing, putting the obstacle in position is a really, so it's sort of a, it's a push me pull you, you know, do the positive thing and actually do the thing that will obstruct the negative behavior as well. So I really like that. Yeah. The second person who I've been a fan of for ages um, is Ryder Carroll, who developed the bullet journal method. And when I looked into him personally, you know, as how he came to do this, it turns out that he had ADD and he developed this system for himself to help him overcome that sense of chaos in his mind. Apparently we have something like 70,000 thoughts every day. Mm. So your head is full of all of these things that you have to do, want to do, etc. He came up with a method to sort of control that chaos. He has an excellent website. He has done a TED talk. I think that was his first really big outing, but also there are tons of podcasts where he's been interviewed. And in fact, that's how I first encountered him. And there's also a lot of material on YouTube where he explains the method. He's extremely good at explaining the method. It's very simple. And if you just work your way through it, you don't need a fancy notebook. You can do it in any book that you have to hand. So no need to leave the house to buy something new and no need to spend any money. It's all there and available for free. If I just could put it in a nutshell, and this is the way he describes it, it's a method to track the past, organise the present and design your future. So that sounds good, doesn't it?
1: Okay. So it's like a framework for your list of the day, basically. It's actually a framework
0: for being intentional, which he says he's dressed up as a methodology really for journaling. And so it relates back to the atomic habits, which is sort of the habit of journaling. Mm. And it's very much about doing this on a daily basis. But I think the real differentiation is um, between him and James Clear is this process of prioritisation. His methodology is designed to arrange your mental list into three sub-lists. Things you're working on now, Mm -hmm. things you should be working on and things you'd like to be working on. And ideally, he wants you to create the flow that gets you to that third point of things you'd like to be working on. And one of the things he really highlights, which we've talked about lots of times, Leonie, is doing the hardest thing on your list first thing the morning. Mm. So knocking over the hardest thing, the thing that you know is going to be hard, doing it first. When you're fresh. When you're fresh. And just by knocking that over, that creates this huge sense of achievement and already initiates that flow that you really want to get for the rest of the day. The whole idea of it is to take back control of your day rather than the day randomly pushing you in a million different directions and you just being reactive. I think the other thing I really like about the bullet journal method is that it involves a pencil and a piece of paper. Mm. Um, There's something really fundamental about writing something down in your own hand and then striking it through when it's done. It's just somehow a a digital list is never as satisfying Mm. and always just a little bit more clunky. Well, I mean, maybe I'm old school, but I really like that.
1: No, I agree. It's so organic, isn't it? It's this flow from the brain through your body, literally onto the page.
0: I think so too. I've used the Bullet Journal for a couple of years now. And I, you know, I don't, do it religiously when I'm travelling or things get a bit out of sync. But I come back to it. Of all the methods I've ever looked at, this is the one that really works for me. Mm. I can't commend it highly enough.
1: Mm, That sounds great. You've mentioned it many times before, but I haven't actually investigated and started it myself. So perhaps this is, I know, I shouldn't admit that to you, but it's like that thing about taking back control. I think right now so many of us feel so out of control. And the more you think about the larger scale issues that we're all facing as a planet, the more terrifying it is. So to be able to sit down, whether it's your desk or your kitchen table, wherever you are with your pencil and your paper, and just feel like I'm going to take back the control and structure this day as to how I would like to live it. I think that's a really lovely way to proceed.
0: I agree, Leonie. And I think the nice thing is that he's got this little exercise that you can find on YouTube or on his very beautiful website. And you literally just work through it. It's like a school exercise. Mm. And it doesn't take very long to set this up. It's quite a satisfying thing to set up. And if I go back to James Clear, even if you just set up the first list, do the two-minute exercise, just do the first the first list that he describes, and then tomorrow, do the next one and the next one and the next one. And then by the end of the week, you'll have the whole system set up and then away you go. It's a mindful thing. Mm. It's Mm. quite a tranquilizing process. And anyway, that for, for better or worse, that's
1: my method. How lovely. Well, thank you. Shall we let everyone go off and start their habits and their bullet journaling? I think we should. But before we do, Leonie, just a bit of housekeeping.
0: First of all, we'll put all these links on Instagram. And if I could just say that if this is a, this is our little mini series to talk about practical things you can do to...
1: Survive the pandemic.
0: Yeah, it comes to grips with the chaos. But if you haven't listened already to seasons one and two of Unpaused, I can really recommend that. And if you want to keep tabs on what is coming in season three proper, then we'd love you to go and subscribe on the website, which is unpause.net. I think that's it for today, Leonie.
1: Yes, I'm enthused. Let's go do it. Thanks, Leonie. (laughs) Thanks, Judy. Bye. Bye now.